I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. It's Friday! This is the show that gives you a positive escape from all that crap around you. Let us nerd out, shall we? Hey, did you know about the James Webb Space Telescope? Do you know where Moot Point originated? What were our thoughts on Matrix Resurrections and Hawkeye? Let's find out, shall we? I have something really encouraging for all of us, and I also finally have some new music to start off our 2022 playlist. Chuck, Cecil, this is Jane, Kitty, and Sue. Pleasure to meet you, Cecil. Pleasure's all mine, Kitty. What should I just say? Meow. <laughs> Let's rock it! Yeah! Welcome to The Real Bright Show! Meow. How are you, Captain? I've just been waiting to do that, yeah. <laughs> uh, how are you? Oh my Meow. gosh, dude. It's been crazy this week. I mean, holy cow. I, I'm, I'm just like... Running and, and, and uh, dude, editing video sucks. That's all I gotta say. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not lying. Like it. I don't like it. It's way too much time and work. And uh, I don't know what I was thinking. But hey, here we are doing video and <laughs> trying to do too many things. I mean, here's oh, the thing, man. man. If I had somebody editing my videos, I'd put out a show a day. I would be like, I because I, I just focus on the content. I'd be having a good time. We'd be doing all kinds of stuff. It'd be so much fun, dude. <laughs> the video is killing me. It's kill, and I'm not even doing a good job. <laughs> just don't edit to- it then. Just let let the mistakes happen, and uh, then people will forgive us. They will. I don't know, man. It's a uh, that's too much of a perfectionist. It, no, it's not. It's it's literally I'm editing for content because uh, either we go too long, which you know, hey, that's that's kind of our own fault for uh, yapping on. You know, we 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 do that. We definitely we like to talk. Yeah, yeah or uh, I think that's really the. It's not like we say anything we shouldn't. You know. At least not no. anymore. I think we used Pretty to, but uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but, but it's like it's it's literally just like wow, we kind of rambled and and we just didn't need to say that and and wow, we, we you know, and that's so here's an, here's a good like lesson right for for uh, yeah, aspiring podcasters and YouTubers. Get to the point, point. Uh, and it is hard because you know when when you're doing it, you want to talk, and sometimes you're like, now wait, what was I, what was I gonna, what was I gonna say? And so then you talk it out, and we all do it, man. Everybody does it, and so. I think uh, we just all got to be better on the front end, and that's that's a hard thing, man. It's hard to do. Nah. So, but I, you're nah. right. I hope I hope you can forgive us for, you know, our either, ramblings. Yeah, well, I mean, that, <laughs> it is kind of the point is to shoot the breeze here. So. Yes, it is yeah. absolutely. Uh, but no, it's it's also we're doing these movie reviews now and TV show reviews, which we said we were going to be doing. Finally, we're doing it. There's separate videos on the YouTube channel, by the way. If you head over there, YouTube.com/slash The Real Brian. It's now called TRB Reviews. We've got The Matrix Resurrections, The Book of Boba Fett, Episode 1. Maybe Episode 2 is up. Hmm? Hmm? I don't know. Hmm? We're doing stuff. Now, those, on the other hand, you want to you cut down, get to the point, and you know, get out of the rambling. But this show, right. who cares, man? I yeah. think we should, we should do an unedited episode one day, and people will be like, ooh. I can't tell the difference. Yeah, I can't. Well, or they'll be like, I can't believe you said that, Brian. That was rude. I got it. I, I, I texted it. something to Lord Thunder the other day, and I was kind of like, I hope that didn't offend him because <laughs> it was oh, funny. Come on. <laughs> it was just like, it was one of those things where I'm like, oh man, that was classic. 
and he didn't say anything. And normally he laughs. And I was like, uh Oh, Oh no. Uh Oh kids. Um, yeah, this is well, Miss Mullins is on crack. So hey, I, I yeah. thought, I thought you'd be excited to hear that. Yeah. I am in the process of watching a long run through of our old favorite tailing isolation. Dude. Oh yes. Yeah. It's eight and a half hours long. Okay. Okay. And the person, the guy recording it, guy or girl, I don't know who it was. The, the, the person recording uh, the run through doesn't ever say anything and just runs through the game as if they were actually living it. So interesting. Uh, so it's, it's lo- as long as the video is, it's, it's like watching a kind of like a real life alien based scenario rather than a, rather than a game or a movie. Um, it's just, re- it's just really cool how you know, like when, when he first finds himself in the alien nest at the bottom of the reactor, he's, yeah. he's looking, he's like looking left to right all of a sudden he's like, Oh my gosh, you know, he, but he doesn't say anything. There's no commentary, which is really cool. It's the only commentary is from the characters in the game. So, so yeah, it's, it's worth it. I watched like an hour here, an hour there. So you're saying so. that he's actually, or he or she is, is because we don't know because they don't say anything, but right. whoever the person is, is playing through the game. Like you're basically in the game as the character. Yeah. But no and, voiceover. And course, yeah. And so while I'm watching, it's like, dude, heal yourself with a medical pack or whatever, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like yelling at him, dude, what? Yeah. Don't waste your flamethrower fuel <sighs> on that thing. You know, it's, it's yeah. like, why did you walk into that Android? Why did you not like go around him instead? But he, he, so he's like, he's like doing things that make it feel more dynamic and yeah. more edge of your seat. Um, and so, it, yeah, they did a really good job with it. So that's cool. That's what I'm having fun with lately. I love that, man. Well, yeah. I thought you would be interested to know that uh, last week we talked, uh, you remember we talked about the whole situation with the, the girl, the woman that was uh, almost my sister. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. not mentioning names right now. I mean, she was actually fine with it, but I was just like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Well, we'll keep it. We'll keep it private. But um, we got to actually meet in person. We did dinner and stuff like that. It was really cool. It was actually last Friday and she and her oh, husband yeah, were there. Okay. It was really, really nice, man. Like it was, it was so good to just finally connect, you know, not just over text or even on zoom, but actually in person and start to build that relationship up again. You know, it's really cool, but I just think it's amazing, honestly, how it came together. And in fact, I know we, we've kind of all talked about this, that wow, how did this happen? How did it's, I mean, like you were even saying, Oh, it's so coincidental. And there was like almost providential, you know, last week. And it really is. It's just cool. But one of those just amazing situations, you know? And so the, the conversation and the, the friendship relationship has started and and it's moving forward and that's just cool. So hopefully, and you know, we're not that far away. We're like three hours apart, hoping to spend more time together in the future and you know, pretty sweet stuff, man. All right. I know you're nerding out on something really cool right now. So we got to hear about this dude. This, in fact, I'm so glad you brought it up uh, in our show notes because I was like, Oh yeah, I've totally forgot. So take it away. Yeah. This is actually a really big deal. I I think I forgot to mention this in the last episode, but at midnight on Christmas Eve, so the start of Christmas day, the James Webb space telescope, the JWST was successfully launched uh, after almost 30 years (sighs) of development and 10 billion you heard it oh my Carl gosh. Sagan, billion year uh, billion <laughs> dollars 30 10 billion dollars in 30 years in the in the making and it, it finally launched it launched successfully it's deployed fully now it's fully deployed it's it's maybe two-thirds of the way to its uh final uh orbit mm-hmm. and it's scheduled to establish orbit at the lagrange 2 the l2 point uh on january 23rd uh about 100 1.5 million kilometers out from earth and away from the sun the JWST's primary mirror, uh, the optical telescope element, it, it consists of 18 hexagonal mirror segments made of gold-plated beryllium, wow. which combine to create a 6.5 meter or 21 foot diameter mirror. 
And what this does is it gives Webb's telescope a light collecting area of about 5.6 times as large as Hubble's. Oh, nice. 2.4 meters. Nice. Uh, 2.4 meters or, or about eight feet. So, and we all, we've all seen what Hubble has delivered in, as far as imagery over the last few decades. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. The whole world of astronomy and science in general, physics, everything, they're all waiting with bated breath to see what kind of images come back from this thing. Unlike Hubble, uh, which observes in the, in the near ultraviolet, visible and near infrared spectra, the James Webb scope will observe in a lower frequency range from long wavelength, visible light, red, red light through mid infrared. This will enable it to observe high redshift objects that are too old or faint and distant for Hubble to even see. Hmm. And Hubble's seen some really, really distant old stuff. Oh, yeah. So. It's like, a, it's like a giant leap up in, I mean, a huge leap up in, in astronomy imaging and, and science. Uh, it's just a huge accomplishment for modern yeah. astronomy. This could result in some seriously existential findings about our universe. Nice. And so, I mean, the whole world should be excited about this thing, not just nerds like, like us Oh yeah. Uh, and astronomer geeks. Um, there's a website we'll link where you can track the telescope's progress. Okay. And so if you're, if you're curious, it's just a really, it's just a little visual site that shows where it's at, how far away it is from its orbit, et cetera. So yeah. Awesome. Link will be in the description below on YouTube and in the show notes for the podcast. But dude, that, I still am curious to know why it took 30 years. I mean, was budget. it a technological or, or is it a budget issue? Just all budget, budget reasons. I'm yeah. sure it was. I'm sure it had to do mostly with budget and cutbacks and, and uh, you know, just astronomy takes second seat in any administration with NASA. And so I'm just thankful that they finally, they persevered and they finally got it launched successfully. It didn't blow up on the launch pad or anything like that. And as long as it, once it gets to the L2 point and it works, we're going to see some cool, this is the new Hubble times 10. So yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Well, beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I'm, I'm, and I'm glad we are finally seeing some cool, I can't wait to see some of the pictures that we're going to be seeing and but I'm going to go to oh, that website. Either. That's going to be crazy. Neat. That's neat. Oh, uh, I just wanted to mention, I'm drinking some of that star Wars tea again, man. This stuff is good. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's really good. Uh, hey, I just wanted to say really quickly about the video. I absolutely love, I, I'm sorry. I was a little negative in the beginning. I love doing video. I really do. In fact, I wasn't sure because, you know, I grew up behind the microphone doing audio most of my life, you know, for, for a hobby as a kid throughout my teen years, you know, and all that. So doing video, I'm kind of like, I don't know how I'm going to do. I don't know if I'm going to like it. I love it. It's awesome. I mean, I've just been like, dude, this is so natural. It's just the editing. <laughs> it's it's just the back the editing, end. Yeah. yeah. And you know me, it's like, I'm a performer. I just want to get in front of the camera and in behind the mic as much as I possibly can and put out as much content as I possibly can. I don't want to waste time editing. Ah, but anyway. you care, but you care a lot about the content you put out of course. and the quality of that content, which is why you spend so much time editing. So, and it's yeah. not just because of cutting, you know, when I, when I'm editing, it's not just because I have to edit out a lot. It's because I'm very slow with video and there's a lot of nuances. And then there's a lot of backend now with YouTube. I'm used to doing the podcast backend, but with YouTube, there's a lot like I have to go through and I have to create chapters for every single little topic we talk about. Oh. I don't have to. It's just significantly nicer for an episode like this where we have a lot of different topics. If people want to come and jump around, they can. So oh, interesting. I, it's a okay. lot of work. It's just, I wish I could yeah, have somebody go do that it for me. Mile. Yeah, it is yeah, a lot of extra it, work. It, uh, I just, I honestly, like, I wish I could just create content. As somebody said, like, if you could just do whatever you want, you know, I would create content <laughs> all day long. Don't let me do any of the back end. You, somebody else take it over. Let me just make more. That, that would be awesome. But our, oh my gosh, I have to share this really quickly. Our next door neighbors, 
They're so cool, by the way. They're from Oman. I think I've mentioned them on the show before. They, yeah. They've shared food with us in the past. It's really good. Interestingly enough, actually, one of the, the girls that's there is she's like, oh, I don't cook very much, you know, and she's very, very shy and all. That's really, really nice person. But she just brought some, uh, their version of Omani lentil soup over to Sarah last night with some homemade croutons. Everything was homemade. Oh my gosh. Like Sarah's <laughs> like, you got to try this. I'm like, okay, I tried this. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much flavor. Definitely among the top two lentil soups I've ever had in my life. Wow. These guys know how to cook. I mean, it's amazing. Nice. That's awesome. Wow. That's so neat that you have neighbors that would just do that on the, at yeah. the drop of a hat. I mean, just especially neighbors from, from out of the country. Yeah. What's so cool for me though, is that that's just a good reminder for us as Americans, because I, I, there's this tendency as Americans, especially when you live in a, a condo or an apartment style, you know, you're not in a neighborhood necessarily. People just don't talk to each other. Let me live my right. own life. You know, I'm a, I'm a secluded hermit. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, dude, no, we're going to get out and get to know our neighbors. You know, we're going to do our part. Cause you know, I, I had the privilege of living in a neighborhood when I was younger where like everybody knew each other, everybody got together, all the kids went out, they played sports, they did stuff together. And I mean, it was every day. That and then, was everywhere too, by the way. That's true. Uh, it was true. Yeah. Because even as a, as a kid and as a teenager, I mean, that was true. And then somewhere in the, I don't know, somewhere in the 2000 ish range, yeah. things just kind of stopped, there. you know, and yeah. we lived yeah. in a neighborhood for a while, you know, we lived in our condo and then we moved to a house for a while. And I mean, they kind of knew each other, but like everybody, it was the funniest thing. You'd see the garage door open, the car would pull in and the garage door would be going down before the car was turned off and the brake lights were off. And you're just like, you're going to fumigate yourself. But it's like, hi, <laughs> never mind. You just closed your garage door on me. <laughs> and so we're like, eh, you know what? We moved back to the condo and we, we love the, the condo living. We don't have to deal with yards and crap, but we also knew some of the neighbors. Interestingly, granted it's condos. So people own these places, some rent, mm-hmm. but somebody owns them. The people that own them, they live here for a while. And so some of our neighbors have been here since I was in college. Some of them have been here for, I mean, quite some time and stuff. So that's a very unique and probably rare scenario, I think in most condo dwellings, but regardless, it's like, we've really tried to build that rapport with, with neighbors because dude, it, it, why not, man? I mean, I love this yeah. stuff. So anyway, very, Good very encouraging. They're awesome neighbors and wow. Some of the best. So, okay. Uh, I would like to hear an origin. Now I mentioned, I had to tease this. Like, does anybody <laughs> even know what moot point, like where it came from? Because it's so funny. We talk about mood point. There's a bunch of them I keep coming up with. I and I'm just like, I don't know where that came from either, dude. And I so, say it all the time. I say that's a moot point all the time. I say it all the time. Yeah. And I've never really thought about where that comes from. I've always known what it meant. Yeah. Tell so us about I, it. I'm using it on this year, this week's uh, origin. So this, this comes from phrases.org.uk. So it's a, a British website in medieval England. Moots were assemblies or councils where points of government were debated. Oh, I, know, I, I thought that moots were actually predated medieval England. So that's interesting. So wait, hold um, on real quick about the moots. That's where, when they mentioned in Lord of the Rings, the Ent moot, you know, where the trees get yeah. together and have a, I didn't know. Yeah. Th- oh, geez. Yeah. I should have known exactly. that. Okay. Thank you. The country, England was split into uh, juridical areas. By the way, that's a word I'd never heard of before. Juridical areas called hundreds and administered via assemblies known as hundred moats. Okay. Not moots, hundred moats. The form of government has long since vanished, but the term hundred is still in use as the name of the procedural device, which gives consent to MPs resignation. Uh, British MPs aren't allowed to resign. And when members wish to leave parliament, they may do so by applying for a, uh, for the notional position of quote, crown steward and bailiff of the Chiltern hundreds, unquote. Hmm. In such assemblies, points were put to, put up to discussion and were said to be mooted. 
Now, the change in meaning has come about uh, following the introduction of moot courts, okay. which are sessions where the law students, where law students trained for their profession by arguing hypothetical cases, that is, quote, moot points. The lack of any substantive outcome from these theoretical cases has led to the unimportant slash not worth discussing meaning of moot point, which is what many people accept today. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> now yeah. we know. I appreciate nice short, that. Nice and short and yeah. to the point. Awesome. I love it. Well, I have something encouraging I wanted to share. And this was kind of funny because if you remember, this was way, way, way back in, uh, it was either the first or the second year of the show. We had a woman on named Suzanne Miller and it was the do a Liz thing episode. Right. Such a great episode. I mean, if you've never listened to that, it's only on the podcast, by the way, if you've never listened to that, go to the podcast, listen to that do a Liz thing episode. It's way, I'm not even sure what the the number is off the top of my head. I'd have to, I'd have to go look, but such a good episode. Her daughter, which was actually, she was, the the daughter was a few years younger than me, died Mm -hmm. way too young, you know, in her, I think she was in her early twenties actually you know, had a seizure and unfortunately died. It was just a very, very sad scenario. Wonderful girl. I mean, she was such a great friend too. Just, and she was one of those people that was always so happy, always smiling and laughing and just joyful person. And of course, everybody has their issues and their negative times, but her positive overcame it. As a result, you know, this whole do a Liz thing, because Liz was the name of the girl, kind of turned into this whole do a very small blessing for someone. Maybe it's surprise. Maybe it's, you know, unexpected or, or maybe it's a, I don't know, maybe it's intent, whatever. But the point is, is that do something like that and you're going to better the world. And so that's kind of the whole mission behind it. So she posted right. something on Facebook that I, I just kind of caught the attention of and I'm like, I have to read this. This is so cool. It was a story of a Buddhist monk. And I don't know who actually wrote this to be completely honest, um, but a Buddhist monk had come to speak to a class. And as the Buddhist monk entered the room, he didn't say a word. And so everyone's kind of like, what's going on here? You know? So he walks over to the board and he writes, everyone wants to save the world, but no one wants to help mom do the dishes. <laughs> nice. And I thought, okay, yeah, that, that's good. But then he went on to say to the students, like he finally said something. Statistically, it's highly unlikely that any of you will ever have the opportunity to do something like run into a burning orphanage and rescue an infant. I don't know about you. I always grew up, you know, with this kind of, you know, we can be a hero and we can save the world. And, you know, you watch all the movies and the TV shows where, you know, somebody does something magnificent, you know, and you're just like, I want to do that. And then we get older and we go, why haven't we done that? And why have we never had that opportunity? You know, I heard about this pastor who saved a girl from getting raped and here in, in, in town actually. And I'm like, man, I've never seen something like that happen. So it's like, he's right statistically these kind of things don't happen very often well i mean come on honestly how many of us know where where an orphanage even is honestly right i I mean mean, that's true but i'm talking about anything (laughs) i mean you think about some grand gesture where you have saved someone's life or something you know and right and and we we seek those things and he's right statistically it's highly unlikely for most of us that we're ever going to even be put into that kind of a position so then he goes on to say but in the smallest gesture of kindness a warm smile we've talked about this on the show by the way holding the door open for someone behind you shoveling the driveway of a, an elderly person that's next door. There's a neighborly thing. Yeah. You have committed an act of immeasurable profundity because, and this is, this is the thing that got me to each of us. Our life is our universe. I I mean, like our life is, that's what we know. And so many of us, you know, unfortunately we, we can be very self-focused in our life. And so we don't really look beyond us, but at the same time, we don't know much, you know, we think, Oh, well, 
that's going on in another country. But what I'm dealing with is what I'm dealing with. And it's right here right now. So you may not be able, okay, are you going to save the world and all that? That's another reason why when we talk about movies and TV shows, there, there was a string of them for a while. And I still think we're seeing some of them though, where it was about, there's some worldwide event that's happening. There's a big bad that's going to threaten the whole world. This happened in arrow. This happened with um, X-Men apocalypse. It was like, yeah, who cares? You know, I I don't know what's going on. And I I don't care. You know, I don't care about what's going on in New York. I don't live there. No offense. I, you know, for the, (laughs) it's just like (laughs) your, your your point is illustrated. I'm not here. Yeah. I'm right here. So what I really like, and that's why I like the Spider-Man movies so much is that it's very personal to a locale. You know, it's him, it's his friends, it's his community, the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man when arrow was saving his city. It was about what was going on in the glades and in the city, you know? So I like the whole thing that all we need to do is that smallest gesture, have a smile. You know, of course, if we're wearing masks, it's hard to do right now, but you know, you can, you can still smile <laughs> and your true. eyes light up, you know, that's well, right. Your eyes crinkle when you're smiling. Yeah, People can tell that. Exactly. So if I, you know, anyway, if you're, uh, you know, hold the door open for someone. We've talked about so many things like just go out of your way to do something, you know, bake something and or cook something and, and give it to your neighbor for fun, you know, bake some cookies. I don't know. Just say, hey, send somebody. Yeah. A, hey, I'm thinking of you. How are you doing? What's going on? You know, it, it's just it's the smallest little thing that can change someone's life, you know, profoundly in a way that will, you know, pass it on to someone else. So yeah. the smallest acts of kindness, you will save another's world. That was the end of what was written on uh, Suzanne's page. Yeah. There you go. Smallest acts of kindness. You will save another another's world. Go out there and do that. That's my challenge for all of us right now. Uh, it's an encouragement, but there you go. Hope that's encouraging. I like it. Yeah. All right, dude. So uh, we we've been watching a lot, but as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this is something really, really cool is that we've been starting to do TRB reviews on the YouTube channel where we will be talking about various. We'll put it this way. We're going to talk about movies and TV shows that we feel are worth talking about i mean i guess that's probably the best way to put it right that's how it's always going to be on this show i mean come on we're not going to do everything uh i mean like hawkeye i loved it we're going to talk about that right now but um i loved hawkeye but that's not necessarily a show that i want to do a full-on review for as a separate video or anything like that but we are doing it for the book of boba fett and we are doing it for the matrix resurrections so far i expect Mm -hmm. we'll do it for cobra kai season four when i get done and i think you're done right uh, one more episode. Okay. So when we're both done, we'll do that. Uh, we talked about maybe doing that for wheel of time. We're not quite sure yet. We'll let you know about that one. Um, but you know, we'll probably do it for Picard when it comes out. Yeah. I'm thinking that, um, you know, I don't, I honestly, like, I don't really care about discovery, uh, star Trek discovery this season. I, I got two episodes in. I was just like, I don't even know if I want to keep going. (laughs) I'm still watching it, but it's (laughs) nothing, nothing to write home about yet. So it's just not something I'm going to discuss probably, but anyway, so we'll see, but I just want you to go to the YouTube channel again, youtube.com slash the real Brian, check it out. TRB reviews. We've got uh, a couple of shows, a couple of episodes up there already of actual another spoilery. They're more in depth. We will always keep these. Yeah. yeah, We'll always keep these episodes non-spoilery and more basic uh, general kind of just recommendations and stuff. So yeah, these Friday episodes, not the, not the YouTube episodes for the shows. Those are full on spoilers. Correct. Yeah. We'll go deeper. So with the book of Boba Fett, we're going through all of the episodes individually because Hey, it's star Wars. Why not? We've, we've already done with Mandalorian. Yeah. We've already done one and two. We're going to be catching up. As I mentioned, it was just crazy this week. I know episode three is already out. We haven't even watched it yet. 
so next week we're going to try to get episode three and four reviews done and then we'll be caught up at that point, which will be nice. So check out our thoughts on, Co- on uh, Boba Fett on uh, the YouTube channel, but also uh, we'll be doing Cobra Kai, as I mentioned. So really quickly, though, let's go into Hawkeye. I really enjoyed but what were your thoughts first? My thoughts are very simple on Hawkeye. I thought it was an extremely fun show, especially a holiday show, uh, you know, Christmas time oriented. Uh, it was just a great addition to the MCU universe. Uh, like I said, the first episode, I was a little bit hairy on starting at episode two and just moving on. It was just, it's just a fun show. That's all I can say about it. Very fun. Awesome. And it, t- and it ties into the Black Widow. What else does it tie into? The Marvel TV universe. There you go. That so. was shocking to me. Okay. And I, I was going to mention that, that, um, you know, they've got Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. There we go. All, all of those, right? Oh, Iron, Iron Fist. Fist. They did a whole Marvel TV universe. As of, well, I mean, up until now, there was really no connection. They were always kind of talking about, oh, maybe we will, maybe we won't, but it's not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. They did that. They tied it in. And yeah. I don't want to give away any spoilers because, the, again, we're not doing spoilers, but I was shocked that they did that. And I thought, okay, now, now it's opening up a whole new possibility to combine all of that final, which I think was a good decision, by the way. They should have done this a long time ago. So yeah, that was great. I loved the series all the way through, by the way. For me, it was it was positive. It was fun. You know, it was fun to watch at Christmas, as I was mentioning. You know, it's just one of those things where, hey, you know, if you got a chance to check it out, then it's it's a spirit of the season. You know, it's a good time. Um, the only issue, the only issue that I had with it was, uh, well, first of all, I loved the big bad. Let's put it that way. I loved it. I thought it was great that they brought that person in. The only issue was it is that this big bad in past history, <laughs> let's go with that, was really hard to kill. Almost completely unstoppable, unbeatable. Even in some of the video games, you can't kill this big bad. In this, uh, yeah, there, there, let's just say it was a lot easier to take this big <laughs> bad on. I'm not saying that, you know, what happened at all, but I'm just saying the big bad was not as formidable in Hawkeye as... Yeah. It, so that and they was, didn't introduce the big bad until like the last episode, right? I mean... It was mentioned in uh, one of the episodes. But just a quick little mention, but you're right. It wasn't until towards the end. I just found that to be fascinating that it's like, okay, well, hmm, that was that inconsistent? Was it this big bad's aging? Well, I don't know, but it, it was a little bit like that. That seemed a little underwhelming compared to what we've seen with this big bad and what we've read about and heard about in the past and stuff like that. So whatever that's, mm, that's only it's and again, I don't know if that's an oversight or not. I don't know if they're just trying to, um, by the way, this big bad has been known to be, incredibly ruthless um really 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 horrible bad guy in all of the various iterations and so i know that this show is intended to be more of a pg-13 rated rather than an r-rated kind of thing right so maybe they needed right. to tone this character down a little bit and maybe that was part of it yeah. i'm not sure but um you know because there there were times where oh, i'm not gonna go into it <laughs> it was interesting though yeah some of the stuff that this character did you know and you're just like wow that was that was ruthless but overall I like, you know, um, I want to say Kate, uh, you know, there's, there's really two main characters. You've got Hawkeye, you've got Kate, Kate stole right. the show. Kate was awesome. Um, that it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. Haley yeah. Stanfield, you know, she did such a great job in Bumblebee as well. Uh, she does some music too, actually. And she's got some good stuff. So it's kind of fun. Like she just, her character, her acting, her performance and all that really just stole the show. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed almost watching her and her storyline a lot more. Ironically, 
even though I was like, yeah, I don't really care about Hawkeye that much. He's not one of my favorite characters. I absolutely loved this show, but even by the end of the show, I was like, yeah, I still don't really care about Hawkeye that much. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like he, if it was a show only about Hawkeye, I, I don't think I would have liked it, but I think they did the mm. right thing by bringing in like a co-star that yeah. the show revolved around her a lot and then also around Hawkeye and then it kind of combined and then they mixed the universes and then they did what they did. That right. unique combination, I think, actually is what made the show so good. So if you're a Marvel fan, I mean, I highly recommend it. It's, it's very, very, it's, sure. a, it's a great show. There were no agendas that I can think of uh, or that at least stuck out to me, which was incredibly refreshing amidst so many things lately that have just had so many agendas. So it was just such a nice show to watch. It was also clean, which is kind of, I mean, Marvel cinematic has always been relatively clean. But a lot of shows these days have just been kind of like, okay, like, did you need to show that? Did you need to do that? Did (laughs) it make the shock and awe factor? I think that's very popular. And they didn't do that. And they created a great show as a result. Um, So they had a good time. The the music was great. Soundtracks, everything. So good times. Um, Totally recommended. I, it doesn't look like they're going to do a season two, but they kind of left it open like they could. And I actually hope they do because it'd be neat. Yeah. It would be, that'd be a, that, this would be a good show for them to do a season two uh, for, for sure. Yeah. But, but that's the great thing about how they wrote the ending is that they, they could either choose to or not choose to it. It was, it was a very contained season. So, yeah. And there's another character that, that showed up that I hope gets more screen time and they bring back in another, it would probably need to be in a season two of this. So we'll see. I mean, they're yeah, doing a season two of, of winter soldier and uh captain America. I, Falcon. Oh, yeah. uh, Falcon I mean, and Winter Soldier. He, he is Captain America now. So yeah, Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier. Like I, I'm really, it should just be called Captain America and Winter Soldier, but True. Um, it, you know, they're bringing back a season two of that. And to be completely honest, I would far prefer a season two of Hawkeye over that show, even though I still liked that show. It's just to me, Hawkeye was so much better uh, to me. That's my opinion. Yeah, sure. So there you go. Um, I want to talk about Ghostbusters Afterlife next week, actually, because uh, we, you watched it. Um, I'm actually almost done with it, but I, I had some thoughts already, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more next week. So the matrix. Now this is another one that we reviewed on the YouTube channel. In fact, uh, we did a, a full, in fact, this was very, we got really spoilery into this one kind of deep into the episode. It's like a 35 minute episode, <laughs> but there was so much to talk about because it involves the original trilogy of the matrix. You know, we're huge matrix fans. So we had a lot of fun, you know, really diving into this. Um, there was a, a cool, article that you found online that was a nice synopsis very deep synopsis of the movie yeah, as well and so it was uh, yeah it was it was good to utilize that and and some of the stuff so anyway that we went really really deep into that and so as a result we wanted to say go watch that video if you've already seen the movie if you've not seen the movie yet then don't watch that video until you see the movie first but we wanted to at least give you our recommendation of the movie in general um, just some basic thoughts and stuff like that now again non-spoilery so you can decide whether or not you want to watch it or if you've already seen it then uh, let us know what your thoughts were and what you think about this too. And then go watch that video and tell us what you think about that. So captain, I thought it was a mediocre film, but I ended up, especially after I read the synopsis that described everything that happened and what was going on. I actually watched the movie twice just to try and figure out, you know, for our review, what I wanted to say about it specifically. Cause the first time I watched it was, I was pretty just kind of riding the wave and not really into it that much. The second time I listened a little harder and and picked up more stuff that I had missed the first time. But the synopsis I read online, it was thorough and wonderful. And it really gave meat to the story that is there if you're paying a lot of attention when you watch the film. But 
if you're not paying a ton of attention, which we're not used to doing these days, you're going to miss a lot of important stuff. So my general recommendation is if you're a Matrix fan, especially an old school Matrix fan, I'd say go watch it, but pay attention, pay close attention to what people say and what they do, uh, especially to what they say, because there's a lot of stuff in there that you'll catch that is not just spoon fed to the audience. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. In fact, you know, we'll, uh, we'll link the, the video to that matrix review. We'll link that here. We'll link that at the end of the show, all over the place. It'll be in the, the description, show notes, all that. Just so you know that these kind of reviews are only going to be on the YouTube channel. We're not going to have these on the audio podcast feed at all. I'm going to read the synopsis and I'm going to go back and rewatch it again to see what I missed because same kind of thing. Like my first watch was, you know, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I don't think it was absolutely necessary to make the movie as well, at least from my first perspective. Now, hearing Captain, you talk about the synopsis a little bit and some of the things that, you know, you were telling me, it was like, oh, well, actually, maybe this is a lot deeper than we expected. Maybe there's more to the story than was immediately obvious from a first watch. If that's the case, then I hope that they create a masterful second trilogy and do a fifth and sixth movies because then they can really pull that together and and it could be really cool. But we talked about this as well, that from a first watch, it's not inherently obvious going oh my gosh, that was amazing. I need to watch it again. I need to dig deeper. It was more of a, huh, something, I missed some stuff or maybe that wasn't there. There were some holes in the story. Some stuff was inconsistent. Some stuff didn't make sense. Was that bad writing or did I really miss something big that I'm supposed to catch? And I think that's that's probably where my first thing comes from. And so I think on one hand, it's like I, I enjoyed it. And as a Matrix fan, I'm glad I watched it. I highly recommend it to any Matrix fan. But like you said, Captain, watch it carefully. And I would watch it through the first time. Just watch it carefully. Enjoy it. Pay attention. And then if you really want, you go through that uh, that synopsis, which we will, as you just said, we're going to link that in the show notes in the description and then watch it for a second time to really yeah. understand. Just know when you just know before you watch it, if you haven't yet, that there's more. There's, it's deeper than it looks at, at first glance. So, yeah. Which is good, which is a good thing. So, yeah. My only other thing I'm going to say is that I, I think it relied a little too much on the nostalgia to cash grab us yes. in a little bit. And so, I, I, yes. I, even though I think there is more depth than I was aware of, I do still think it was a nostalgic cash grab for those of us who, you know, we, we quote, grew up with the Matrix movies. Right, right. Which I wish yep, they would I stop agree. doing because, um, and that's something we'll talk about with Ghostbusters next week. You did it, you know, a couple of weeks ago as well. But same kind of thing. It's like, I appreciate the nostalgia, but when you overdo it, you're starting to insult me and and I'm starting to feel like, okay, dude, do you really not have any new content to make? Like you, you've got nothing to, I, yeah, I love it, nostalgia, but I like new too. So it hurts the filmmakers credibility when they do that. So it does. Yeah. Well, I mean in general, because you know, it's like all these, these freaking remakes and all these, you know, okay. Rocky 65, you know, of course they're not doing that, but you know, they, <laughs> they should, right? It's just like all these, they keep doing it or, you know, let's remake Lord of the Rings. Let's remake Spider-Man a 20th time, or let's just keep remaking and adding sequels. Yeah. And it's just like, wouldn't be sequels. Because it sells, people go see it. <sighs> I know because it's safe. And I know that it's the yeah, safer yeah. option, but right. man, I miss something new. I miss something creative and, and like, like, wow me, challenge me, give me something I've never seen before. It's been done before many, many times. You can do it. Someone can do it. Yeah. It's time, you know, same with music, same with video games. It's like, it's time for something new and creative and and exciting. So I'm going to just say it again and again. It's like, come on guys. 
Uh, you know, whatever. But uh, speaking speaking of new, I'm going to jump into some new music because, hey, we got to start off 2022, right? I have not even created the Spotify playlist yet, so I'm going to go do that. And then by the time you watch this and, and listen to this, it's going to it's going to be there. Oh, there's yeah, bugs. Anyway, bugs flying around <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> so Better I'm like, cool. Me. We get a TRBS 2022 Spotify mix, which will be in the description below on YouTube and in the show notes as well. Got four songs for you here. One of these songs is not new, so let's get it out of the way. It's actually from the 90s. I had to share this because, uh, Captain, you'll oh. appreciate this one. <laughs> we, I don't know why this popped up, but I, I mean, I've heard the song before and it's always made me laugh, but I played it for, for you, Captain. Have you heard it before? Oh, yeah. A long time ago. Okay. Yeah. So way back. Everybody, well, I don't know if everybody knows Cher, but Cher, uh, who, who's done a lot of stuff, but you know, I mean, she's done stuff a long time ago. She was big back in the day and then, you know, kind of big in the 90s and big in the 60s. Yeah. That's when she I, was huge. I, I haven't heard much of her sense really honestly i don't even know what she's doing but the thing is is this was 93 it was sharon it was beavis and butthead <laughs> but it was <laughs> it, it was their version of i got you babe and what i love is that share remade i got you babe with beavis and butthead and it's so right. so funny it's absolutely ridiculous <laughs> there's absolutely no inherent value to it at all except just a laugh so i'm putting that in there because totally. it was just a nice hilarious laugh all right on to the music the, the, the mu stuff <laughs> The new, new stuff. stuff. This is great. Okay. Brand new song from London Grammar. Big fan of them. Call yeah, Your I Friends is what it's called. It's, it's very, very good. Uh, Lecrae. I love Lecrae. He's a great rapper. A new song called Move uh, or a new rap called Move, but it's, it's good. It's got that intense. And then Nickelback, which has been around for a long time. Oh. No, but check this one out. Know, check geez. this out, dude. I, just, I love the stereotype. <laughs> they do. <laughs> It's a sea shanty, dude. It's called Rockstar Sea Shanty, and it literally does not sound like Nickelback at all. It sounds like you're listening to a bunch of sailors go at it, or like it's like kind of Dropkick Murphys, but not. Re- wow! It's so much. I was like, "What is this?" It shows up. I'm like, "Okay, I have to just because it's a sea shanty. I have to listen to it. Like, it's gonna suck." I click it on. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this is so much fun!" That's so funny. There you go, dude. And if it weren't for Nickelback Sea Shanty, that's yeah, awesome. If it weren't for copyright laws, I would play clips of this to promote the song to you and bless and, and you know promote the artists. But due to people that are greedy, uh, we are not allowed to to play clips on on uh, YouTube and on a podcast. So sorry about that. Oh darn! Take it up with uh, I don't know your local lawyer. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But anyway, so there you go. <laughs> TRBS twenty twenty two. I'm not bitter. TRPS 2022 <laughs> Spotify playlist. Go check it out. Brand new. It's going to have these four songs in it and a lot of fun there. Well, you know, what's so funny is at the beginning of the show, we were talking about how, you know, we need to kind of get to the point and keep things concise. I, I think we kind of scared the crap out of ourselves, Captain, because like we're done and this is really a short episode. <laughs> Oops. Really? Yeah. Was that good? Did you like it shorter and to the point or do you prefer us to just kind of, you know, shoot the breeze a little bit longer and, you know, we're, we're going to be hitting right about 40 minutes. Normally we're closer to an hour. What do you think? Do you like the shorter episodes better? <laughs> do you like the longer episodes better? Let us know. I don't have much editing to do because dead gummit, you did a great job. I did a great job. You listeners, you did a great job because you're here and thank you for joining <laughs> us. There, yeah. I really appreciate it. All right. So youtube.com slash the real Brian. All that stuff's there. Please subscribe if you haven't already to the YouTube channel. Now that we have a lot more stuff that's going to be coming out only on the YouTube channel, you don't want to miss that stuff. And then, of course, on the podcast, we're going to continue to do that. Now, great. I've got some uh, interviews coming up. 
some of them are already scheduled, which actually means it's actually happening. So awesome. Once I have those actually recorded and edited and in the can and ready to go, then those will be released on the YouTube channel and on the podcast as well. Sweet. Be excited. That's coming. I am excited. Yeah. But in the meantime, thank you for joining us. We always love this. And one more piece of encouragement for you right now. Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. The next time someone tells you it's a moot point, just throw a drink in their face and say, so was that. Now you know what the music means. It's a moot uh, point, actually. It is. A, it yeah, really is. It means does not matter at all. It really so, yeah. doesn't matter. Um, yeah. What I do know, though, is what matters is that thank you for listening. Thank you for being yeah. a part of the show. That really matters. And uh, totally. Hey, join us. Have some fun. Give us some comments. Let us know how you're doing. And also have a glorious week. This is The Real Brian Show. Sign it off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.